Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. You're listening to the Come On Red Men podcast. I'm your host, Nick Foreman. To my right is Neil, and to his right is Tom. Hi, guys. Hey. I'm also to your left, or straight ahead of you. I know. We did this last week as well. (laughs) Love it. Love it. To my other right is Tom. (laughs) Your other right. Yes. We're doing something we've never done before today. We are having an immediate recording following the Liverpool-Chelsea 1-1 draw. Mm. It just gives some complications for us, given that um, the scum have not yet played against Wolves. But, um, you know, we'll go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys can watch if you care about the scum. I don't. Uh, they're likely to win because Wolves are shit. <laughs> uh, Ain't that, that the truth? <laughs> they are garbage. I was actually listening to a podcast this week, and they've lost basically everyone. I didn't realize just how dire. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't have to talk well, about that. I think you predicted a 3 0 win. He predicted a 3 0 win. I predicted a 3 0 win. I think you said 4 0. Did I? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So none of us have high hopes for Wolves. They're likely to go down. None um, of us predicted them going down. Oh, no. Maybe Tommy, you had them going down. I had them in there. Yeah. yeah. I, I, feel, um, I feel like my third, whoever I said as my third, could be a lot of those teams. And I think I said that last time. I didn't predict them to go down yet, though. On the commentary, one of the games I was listening to, they were they were discussing how there's up to ten teams that could be in relegation trouble, and I tend to agree with that. There's yeah. there's a definite um, the haves and have nots developing in the Premier League this year, one hundred percent. And honestly, the results list from this week kind of reflect that already. Yeah, I, I put Liverpool by the way in the haves category. Yeah, we are a haves. Well done, you Barrow fan. <laughs> <laughs> Only just in the haves category, by the way. I, but... I wouldn't doubt it for a second. <laughs> Well, this week was a very uh, back and forth for us with the Casado transfer saga. Oh my gosh! I don't even Called know what it the all the way. Happened. Yeah, you did. We were at dinner, so one. Thank, it was like the, within. Thanks for the invite. Within minutes. <laughs> You're welcome, Tom. It you were invited. You. I think it was on recording that we also said, "Yeah, if you want to come." <laughs> all right. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, basically, what happened was uh, Casado's being sold. Chelsea pre-agreed but in Chelsea, May. Exactly. Chelsea for since May have been interested. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently there was some kind of shadow pre-agreement. Chelsea well, are... Well, because we were going to get Bellingham. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, as we I saw today, uh, Bellingham oh, yeah. honestly wouldn't help our trouble right now. Agreed. You said that to me earlier. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that. Uh, the Casado thing, we'll keep it really brief. The, he had it a pre-agreement with that's, Chelsea. That's so brief. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> then it did happen. And then he said, no, I've already committed to Chelsea, and now it's the ball's in Chelsea's court. It was 110 initially from Liverpool that was agreed upon before it all went belly up, literally the following. So we're at dinner. The news comes in literally minutes before I sat down. And then by the next morning, he had backed out and said he, he'd only signed for Chelsea. So I think for 115 in the end. He 115 yeah, is it's what a lot the, of money. the agreement is. I don't it's think he's worth, worth it. it. No. no. Well, it's not worth it, but the transfer fees have been... Look, when Man United were bought by the Buccaneers, the Glaciers, the Scum. even then the prices kind of went Florida. up. Florida, it was like new money coming into the game, and the prices went up for everybody. Yeah, and then yeah. after they did the homegrown player rules, prices went up for English-born players. Mm-hmm. But then now this year, the Saudi disruption is what's causing the the, the inflation. And it's being felt in every sport across the globe, too. Yeah. Because now every sport, if I don't know, obviously you guys don't follow the NBA. There's one. Uh, Golf. 
golf is huge, but the NBA, all That's of just a good I mean, walk wasted. You're getting, <laughs> you're getting players in the NBA that are role players that are getting in the upwards of a hundred million dollars. And that is unheard of. I think it's everywhere. Thanks to the Saudis coming in, we're going to see this. And if they decide to venture into other sports, it's going to continue. So 110 for a 19 year old, very promising 115. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, that's what the reality we're looking at. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm more worried about the, the Lavia situation. The fact that, um, well, now Southampton can name their price. Yeah, Chelsea. I mean, we just need to name 50. We need to put 50 million on the table. Yeah. If we had 100 million to sign Casado, then we definitely should have 50 million to sign Lavia. I'm and, not, but I'm we not also don't know what other deals are going behind closed doors because I heard that they're after a midfielder from uh, Real Madrid. You know, there's just, it's all rumors until it happens. So uh, in FSG, we trust. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely I not. Don't, but I, I do trust them Clark. like I trust, like, you know, the people of. <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't trust FSG at all. I'm. Uh, I, I trust them as much as I trust our referee today. Hello. Interesting. <laughs> I will get I to that in a minute. I didn't think he had a bad. I game, thought he was fine as well. It so wasn't that bad. I'm we'll just, talk about. Uh, it. I'm just taking a piss. He. But, um, he. he, he mm, there was. There, 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 there were questionable few. calls on both sides. Yeah. We'll yeah. get to that. That makes. I'm going to stick like with Trump. my statement from last week of uh, FSG out. I'm. I'm not happy with how they're conducting. The, spending money at the moment um i don't think we should just go and throw money around right but we have never thrown money around oh andy carroll and, oh, no. well hold on yeah throw the money. I mean, yeah, I, i've said that before as well but andy andy carroll's money was more of a throwing it around because we had the ridiculous torres money yeah mm -hmm. um now I mean, Allison was an expensive investment. So was Van Dyke. And today he kept Van us in the Dyke game. Was, most of the Van Dyke was an expensive investment. He was record-breaking at the time. Yeah, exactly. So 70, 75 million for Van Dyke. So here's something but else. Hold on, oh, Nick. I just want to make a point apologies. here that, that I think this year was a little bit like the Van Dyke Allison year where we needed a keeper and we needed a um, centre-back. Mm -hmm. This year we needed probably two defensive midfielders prob and probably an attacking midfielder at least or... Uh, two and one. Either way, we needed three midfielders, yeah. especially mm -hmm. with Fabinho and Henderson going. Yeah, we needed three before we knew they were. But agreed. Yeah. But we needed three starters at this point. Yeah. Um, we should have treated that like the Allison and um, Van Dyke situation. So, agreed. quite frankly, three hundred million is what FSG should have penciled in for this this year. Yes. Um, and they had at, it at thirty-five million for McAllister. That's a steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked great. So Boschlai, how much was he? Uh, I don't remember. Wasn't he close to 50 or something? Yeah, I think 50 or something. So I think they've done well with those two, mm -hmm. but that means they, we should have 100 million plus left. Sure. Yeah. Um, both of those looked up for a fight today. They Obviously, McAllister a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, but... But um, it was nice to see fresh blood. And well, before nice to see we them get into the game, let passionate. me just say one No, I'm thing. just talking about what following on from oh, him. transfers. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to see them in the game. It's nice to see them passionate for the club. I was excited. They were to throwing see tackles left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah. They both looked really sharp. I mean, a couple of errant passes here and there, but other than that, it mm. is really good to see a refresh. I like Trent's new haircut. Me too. Big time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he got rid of the macaroni on his head. <laughs> in terms of transfers, to me, we still look a couple of a couple of midfielders shot. Yes, true. But that's I think what I've need, been saying for years. In my personal opinion, it's center. Um, uh, sorry, defensive midfielder. Yep. And another central midfielder. Like, I think we have enough up in t attack that if we can get proper center midfielder 
or a defensive midfielder, we can actually play through the middle rather than over the middle. I worry about... And today um, we saw a little bit through the middle, but we got broken down once it came through and it was just a little disappointing. We need backups in defense too. We need some depth there. To me, we need two defensive midfielders because we got none. Yeah. I mean, that's starting lineup today. Mm. We, we literally played a, a, a one, two, eight <laughs> today. Interesting. Last yeah. man back? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so when I say one, Allison, yeah. two, Kanate Verge, and then everybody else on the field was an attacking player. Everyone yeah. was above me. And I'm field. counting Robertson and, and, yeah. and Well, we said it. this was going to be the 13 14 season version 2.0, and it <laughs> certainly looked like it today. We actually looked a little bit more solid in defense than the Brandon Rodgers. We did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there were some shaky moments, though. Yeah. Very shaky moments. I don't oh, yeah. disagree. Well, hold on. Before we get into that, let me just finish on this yeah, transfer transfers. saga. So one of the big things, and I only learned this this week. I don't remember where I heard it, but it was one of the big four podcasts. Um, Traitor. Uh, hey, man, I got to steal from someone. Are we <laughs> just outside the big four? Yeah. Yeah. We're... F- <laughs> Seventh, I think it's League Two. Third, yeah. League yeah. Two. Yeah, we're we're in the National League. Let's face it, boys, <laughs> <laughs> and that's being very generous. Um, to the so National League, Klopp, when he came into Liverpool, did not want to be your traditional manager where he's dealing with all the transfers and that. He wanted to be primarily a coach, and he had said so in his entrance interview. So. The fact that we've now lost our sporting director and a lot of the front office in the last year, now Klopp has taken on the burden of doing a lot of this. So you got to kind of feel for someone but like that. we got that. that other German guy, Schmechter, what's his name? Yeah. The, the director of football, the guy in terms of the transfers. I think I, Schmechter or... My point is, it's now. a mess. He's not Michael Edwards is what we're getting at. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going with that, where our transfer office, whatever it is and whatever you want to call it, is just not what it once was. And we're seeing that. In... Director of football. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just Chief not. Chief scout. It's... So he's only coming on a short-term contract. He's only here for this year. Um, yeah. So we will see. FSG out. I mean, FSG needs to put the people in place that take care of a lot of the things that we're complaining about. Well, and that's where we don't know. We don't know what FSG, what constraints the director of football is operating under. We do a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they have 110 million. Yeah. Yeah. So that's at least two central midfielders. Uh, just get Levier for 50 million. Yeah. We absolutely cannot end August without capturing a starting defensive midfielder. We cannot. 100%. I agree. Otherwise, True. it's going to be these games all year. And we're, we're going to end up burning out players and mm-hmm. people are going to get injured and then we're going to have a repeat of last year. Exactly. All right. Let's move on to uh, Chelsea versus LFC. Uh, it was a 1-1 draw. The seventh time these teams have met and drawn. The At least there goals this time. <laughs> we, we, scored, we each scored a goal. So we're trending in the right direction so far. Uh, what did you guys see? What did you like? Let's start with you, Tom. Um. What did I see? I saw the back of someone's head. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> hey, back, seeing the back of people's head because the bar was packed. That's a good thing. That's that is a good thing. thing. It was your your head, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry, it was your branches. I'll put it that way. Um, trees. <laughs> I'm Treebeard. Um, what I saw today, shaky defense. I liked the new transfers coming in, showing their place in the squad. I liked the flair from Diaz, as always. Jota was a little disappointing for me. 
Agreed. Agreed. He, he seemed a little hot-headed at times. Now, I think the guy headbutted him, or at least put his head up to him, which would have been a... It was Enzo. Yeah, that's him. Thanks. Wasn't he at Milan last yes. year? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was that record-breaking. They signed him for like 12 years or whatever yeah. the hell it was yeah. last year. Freaking In the January window. Financial fair play. My ridiculousness. ass. Yeah. Um, I think he should have been penalized a little bit more. Sorry, Tom, they've actually changed the rule now. You can only amateurize a player's contract. I think it's over three or five years. So even if you write a seven or a nine-year contract, you can only amateurize the um, the payment over five years now. So that's trying to crack down on long contracts. Oh, oh wow. just so you know, for FFP. Good, right, good, cool. Anyway, um, yeah. So as I so said, Jota disappointing. Jota disappointed me. Um, I thought Gappo was worse. He was worse. I yeah, was getting to him. Lost. He looked like he was in the middle of the field going, I can get the ball. I can get the ball. Oh, and I've lost the ball. But that's because yeah. it's not his position. No, he, yeah. Well, that's also true. He played false but nine. He plays center forward. And he's meant to play center forward. And instead, he is essentially playing another midfielder. Yeah. True. I couldn't call him a defensive midfielder because he was like, at the. to me, he was almost at the base of an attacking diamond. Yeah. yeah, he was in like an Without attacking midfielder or a false attacking midfielder. But yeah. then Shaboshlai and McAllister were playing the defensive midfielder role, but they're not. Right, exactly. <laughs> so typically what we would have is Roberto Firmino playing that false nine role, mm. which Gakpo actually kind of looked good at doing towards the end of last year. But if that's what they were trying to do today, it completely went belly no. up. It did not look good. It started okay. Um, you know, we were on the front foot. Could have taken that 2-0 lead. Salah mm-hmm. was, um, you know, just, just a little bit offside. Yeah. Um, His entire upper half was Oh, offside. he was offside. I'm not, I'm not arguing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was he just was, a little he, bit. <laughs> he was offside. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, yeah, so we could have taken the 2-0 lead and the attacking formation would have looked good at that point. Sure. But pretty soon after that, Chelsea seemed to adjust or figure it out or whatever. Yeah. And we slowed way down. We came out so we hard did. and so fast. And they looked like, by the end of the first half, they looked gassed. I was, re- I thought six minutes was okay for injury time in the first half. Mm-hmm. But it could easily have been eight. There was two goals. If you figure a minute and a half for each goal, there was two goals, two VAR reviews. That's mm-hmm. six minutes right there. Mm-hmm. And then any of the other various out of play. There's, so there's, uh, in a couple of injuries. It could easily have been more than six, but we were hanging on at the end of that first half. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They looked absolutely the, worn thin. We did come out fighting a little bit more, but their counter was so quick. That Jackson kid. Oh, Jackson he is awesome. He looks, awesome. he looks good. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a star. Um, what did you think of how Chelsea, to me, Chelsea targeted Robertson, not um, TAA? Most of yeah, they kept running into down. the brick wall of Kanate every time they went down TAA's side. Yeah. I, I noticed actually, that. Rabble, I actually Rabble liked Kanate today. He I looked he awesome. Played pretty good. He so made did Verge. one or two mistakes inside the box, but Verge made more. Yeah, but Verge uh, looked good too. He, he looked would, like he cared, which we haven't seen in agreed. a year. Well, it'll be that new captain's armband, won't it? That's I true too. I mean, if that's so. if that's where it takes, then I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he definitely that that's a good point, Tom. I saw that he was like. <clears throat> Obviously, we wa- we all watched the same game. Mm-hmm. When that ball was out on the uh, on the wide, Van Dyke went out there. Yeah, he, he he challenged the man. You know, yes, he's standing in a place and moving side to side, but he's challenging the man, waiting for the backs to come in. Absolutely. And I didn't see that last year from him. No. So I feel like my voice is breaking, like a thirteen-year-old boy. It is a little bit. <coughs> first time Excuse I've seen it. It'll go with I've that said. cutie pie face of yours. Tom. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're looking, but it isn't in his direction. Um, so, oh, Neil got the joke. <laughs> <laughs> first, um, 
First time ever I've said this, but Robertson was our worst defender. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Trent mm. actually looked pretty good. And tell me he was an offensive threat on the overlap and no. tell me his crosses were great. His passing was not I good. could not Yeah, off the top of my head, I could not tell you anything that he did well. He lost yeah. his corners duty too. Yeah. Did you notice that? Who yeah. was it? Yeah. Oh well that's what I was saying. I actually like Shaboshlai taking the corners because I felt as though it let Trent stay back. But mm-hmm. yeah, even the robber ones have gone. Um didn't didn't think our corners were great, to be honest. Mm, no. No. Little flat. Last last year Liverpool had more set piece goals than any other team in the Premier League. And um that, last know, year we did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. I know the year before we Cut did. From corners. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember feel as though the corner threat awful. was really there. No. 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 Not at all. I was never confident on our corners. It was just a, yeah. all right, good. The boys can breathe for a minute. Yeah. Two years ago, it felt like every corner Verge was going to score. Oh, my God. I know. Or Matip or Fabino. Yeah. I mean, yeah. someone yeah. was going to get there. Or Kanate yeah. towards the end of that season. Or Jata. Yeah. That, Jata's that guy, that guy can, has got some ups for a uh, short guy. Yeah, not recently. He hasn't. I haven't seen him score with his head in months. So Well, it's been months since the last season, so. <laughs> I mean, playing months, obviously Tom, Jata, Jata I, no, he, he, he can't start. No. He can't start. Gakpo was worse. I do agree with Nunez should have started. Nunez, again, like, he had the flair, he had the passion, but he was just closed down too quickly every time. Well, you know, I saw that uh, someone was saying that pass from McAllister to Diaz if he, or uh, Nunez if he had had a better first touch. It's like that pass was not a good pass. It was at his waist. Mm. There was no way for him to take a good first touch on that and turn and shoot all at the same. Like, no. Are, are you happy with the result? Opening day no. against Chelsea, yes. I'm a yes too. Opening day away from home against a top six rival. I think you take a draw yeah. any day. I'm okay with the draw. I'm not happy about it. I would have liked to have... Oh, okay. yeah. Perhaps wrong wrong question. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm glad we didn't lose. That's what, what I'm taking away But it's from away us. from home against a top six rival. It doesn't fucking matter. It's Chelsea. <laughs> we should win. <laughs> I think if you draw your games away from home against your top six rivals and you win your games against Stoke on a Tuesday night... Um, <sighs> They're in the championship, mate. I know. You, you got my point. If you beat the Bournemouth... Just like Pele. <laughs> He's in the championship. Um, uh, <laughs> if you beat if you beat your Bournemouths, mm. your Lutons, your Bright, uh, maybe Wolves, not Wolves, yeah. Sheffield yeah. United. If you win all the games you're meant to win, and you draw away from home against the Big Six, it comes down to your home form against the Big Six. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure who the Big Six are anymore because they're probably putting Newcastle in it now. But you in get my favor point. of Spurs. I probably yeah. So here's speaking of Spurs. Sorry, <laughs> on a side tangent. <laughs> Harry Kane had the chance to win his first trophy with Bayern and didn't. Wow, wow, yeah, wow, loss too. My takeaway from this game, I though, really hope that he is I, just I the catalyst not, for that I'm place. I'm so and glad he he's downhill. I'm so glad he's in the Bundesliga, so we don't have to talk about him anymore. But um, we still have the steaming pile. They're, they're still in the Premier League. I know, I know. We're, we're going to get to them too. Um, I'm actually, I am pretty positive about what I saw today, though. I think the things that looked good looked great, and the things that looked bad can be fixed. One central midfielder at absolute minimum in defense, and I mean, we're going to need depth. But so I'm not quite as positive. Um, I liked McAllister. I liked Soboslai. 
I liked Trent looked much better in defense than he has recently. I'd mm-hmm. agree with that. Um, I liked how although I think he was the wrong side was. of the player for the goal. It was a difficult one. Don't get me wrong, but um, so Bosch, so the goal. So, so oh, no, hold on. I don't disagree with you. The players on the field today looked okay. They couldn't pass where the shit in the second half. That's the we, only we thing do one hundred percent need the defensive midfielder. We need yeah. a defensive midfield starter. Yes, 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 yes. And I think, uh, yeah, the passing was just not... I mean, it was a ping-pong ball for that second half on both sides. Both teams needed a defensive midfielder. And yeah, it's clear. it was like mm-hmm. a, a headline of some of the mainstream press was um, the game showed that both teams are missing Casado. Yeah. But we're not getting him, so... Yeah, we're definitely not getting him, so we got to hope that they can Would you take Tyler else. Adams from Leeds? No. I say no. no. No, absolutely not. No. No, not in this team. So we need a hundred million proven defensive midfielder. No, we don't need to spend a hundred million on a defensive yeah, midfielder. That's how much they cost. Clearly, we don't need to spend that, but mm. that's how much. Well, Lavia's price tag was fifty. Drop the fifty on the table and go and do that. Think, I don't now. think he's available. I think he's going to Chelsea. Lavia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to get Casado and Lavia. Yes. Uh, well. Financial fair play, my ass. Well, let's 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 uh, talk about one more thing before we take a break. I want to talk about the goal. I want to talk about. Oh yeah, go on. Well, so to me, it's easy to say, you know, I'm not on the field, and but and Shaboshlai was reaching for it, but he headed it straight to the top of the box. It had been better heading it out wide, um, and then Trent was the wrong side of his man. It was a difficult one. Mm. But, um, you know, to me, it was a bit of a, you know, if I had to place blame, it's going to be Shabosh and Trent for their goal. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Diaz's goal? Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Liverpool through and through. Um, fast movement of the ball. In general, I saw that, I think, today. Pretty quick movement. Uh, I think we'll... It's good to see the quick movement, when the players understand each other's system yes. and they're running, that quick movement I think will come even more. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen until we get a settled formation. Well, we don't have a Salah, Bobby, Mane. Yeah, where well, they're they all understand. one brain. Yeah, exactly. Understanding. Yeah. So the goal is one thing I want to talk about, and then the other thing I want to talk about was Salah's substitution. Right, that's where I was going. So Salah stormed off the field when Elliot came on to replace him, tearing the medical tape off of his hand, leaving it on the pitch, walked right past Jurgen and into his chair while clearly livid. I'm, I love to see players upset when they're substituted off. I love to see that because... It's if called he passion. Did, yeah, exactly. So... And there's not much passion in the game anymore. But we're all pretty confused, yeah? I wouldn't have taken Salah off. Agreed. Harvey did have one good... I will say that Harvey did look he pretty decent. Okay. Yeah. I love Ben Doak, but what did he do? Uh, still didn't get that awful haircut shaved off of his bulbous head. Oh my gosh. But other than that... I mean, I don't have a bulbous head. You do not have a bulbous head, but you That's do right. have the um, half-shaved haircut. Half shaved. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ben Doak has a worse haircut. <laughs> ben Doak looks you. like he got to put a metal pot on his head. Yep. That, his mom cuts his hair for sure. <laughs> and if he's paying for that, he he needs to get his head checked in other ways. <laughs> but yeah, he was a passenger. Didn't yeah. do much. He wasn't on the pitch for long, but he didn't do anything while he was there. Uh, well, what was that sort of the 85th minute? Uh, it was late. Yeah. 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 
It was it, it was late. Um, so was was somebody said at the pub that um, Jurgen settling for a draw. I didn't see it that way. When you bring on Ben Doak and Elliot, I don't see that settling for a draw. Admittedly, you brought on two midfielders. He'd already for Diaz and Salah. So yeah. so you know, Doak came on for Diaz and Elliot came on for Salah. Or however you want. Yeah, but Elliot is a forward naturally. Well, he was playing he's, in he's midfield, a but yeah, I would put them both. In, me, I'd put them in the attacking midfield category, really. But well, I think they've both played up front, haven't they? When we've seen them before, uh-huh. I mean, ideally, I think Elliot's natural position is literally Salah's backup. Yeah, yeah. So What's I mean, Stoke's position. I believe Salah's he backup. also played <laughs> Salah's backup. So I don't know what the uh, I liked the Curtis Jones and Darwin sub. Um, but Jones didn't really. I was going to say, what did Jones do? He had a couple of nifty little keep away from the Chelsea defenders, but other than that, he didn't do anything worth of note. And who did Jones come on for? He came on for Jota, I believe. And then Darwin came on for uh, Gakpo. Gakpo, or yeah, Gakpo. those were the two that came off. It was the connection with the forwards in, in all formations today. The connection to the forwards was. Other than the goal, wasn't quite there. Does that surprise you? No, it's exactly what we expected. Uh, yeah, I kind of expected that. It's going to take time for these guys to really start clicking on in the heat and the speed of a match, especially one against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge for your first match. That's rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, McAllister got pretty close to – it felt like he was going to be – Ejected from the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. He's a hothead. Get him out of here. Which he's Argentinian, so, so I guess that doesn't surprise us. So we were not the name like Mac Malik, McAllister. <laughs> McAllister doesn't definitely sound not like it. Argentinian. Uh, uh, he is yeah. Argentinian though, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, World not, Cup not, champion. Not something we were going to talk about, but you know, let's venture here. Few little rule changes um, this year. So no more than two, no more than one coach in the technical area. I strongly disagree with that as a rule. Um, yes, that's a rule this year. Only only the head coach can be in the technical area. Nobody really? else. Um, somebody got a card for it in one of the other games. Why does it matter? Uh, exactly. Ridiculous. Um, a little bit more. No, no arguing with the referee. Love it. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yellow card for arguing with the referee. You I know, saw- McAllister got a yellow card for arguing with the referee. Yes, he did. It was Harvey Elliott who was trying to push... Push McAllister away. And then Verge stepped in too. Yeah. Verge is fine. Yeah, Verge is the captain. He's allowed That's what to. He's meant to. Exactly. Elliot also was fine pushing McAllister away. But yeah. um, I, I like that rule. I just think I, I agree know. that rule should have been brought in years and years ago. Because yeah. yeah. you look at rugby, for instance, those players in the field, yeah. they have respect for that man. They in say the please and thank you. Exactly. In rugby. Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. And then time I don't, added I don't on. think you'd ever get a yes sir from a Ronaldo <laughs> or anyone like that. No, but Ronaldo's shit. Time added on for goal celebrations and injuries and things like that. I also agree with it. All of the Premier League players that are talking about minutes played and playing two hours and then playing, I don't disagree with their... I, I sympathize with them too, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that we're getting nine minutes of, uh, of football. It was down to as low as 48 minutes of a game last year was um, the ball was in play. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was annoying. League Two, fifty-three in the. Oh, I thought you were talking about Newcastle. <laughs> well, the average, they're going to suffer. The, the average was fifty-three, and the the average in League Two was forty-eight. That's insane. And um, so, you know, I think the new rule is a good one. You yeah. saw 10, 12, 14 minutes in some of the other games this week, but um, yeah, but yeah I thought the six was, minutes in the first nine half added on to the Arsenal half, eleven yeah. for Spurs and Brentford apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So we had six, I think, and then... We had six, six and, and six. five. Do was it six and five? Okay. 
Oh, maybe. Okay. It was like 11. I didn't really 11, pay total. attention to the last few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were all disappointed. Um, was there a rule change to the offsides? Did I hear so someone some talking people about were talking that? about yes? I don't think so. I thought no. they just clarified. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people arguing that full player has to be offside now with the new rule, but that isn't that how I understand sense. it. That wouldn't make sense. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. To me, as I understood it, they just clarified a little bit of um, like stray arms. What do you I think st- of the handball that Liverpool were asking for a penalty for when it touched um, against Nicholas Jackson? Was it Jackson? Was that- it Jack? No, I think it was a defender for for them. It might have been. I didn't think it was. No, I think it was Jackson. It I be. might be wrong. Either way, doesn't either, matter. Either way, um, his hands were at chest level. Like I mean, his he, arms. Is were that a natural position? His arms were tucked. You're, you're, he brought his hand in as the ball came up, like reactionary to, to try and avoid his, it hitting his hands. Yeah, and it hit them. But, but that's not a natural position to have your hands up by your nipples. No, I agree. I agree. Hands up by her nipples, has, maybe. But. At least, uh, unless your shirt has come off unexpectedly. <laughs> As I often do, I grab my nipples. Yeah. So no That's, one can see. You're wearing a wife beater. Damn. Too Don't much information. Tell them. <laughs> That's for your benefit. Oh. <laughs> All you're missing is a can of Stella, mate. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome, listener. This episode was not brought to you by Stella. No, no. no so, yeah, I thought his hands were in a natural position, but I didn't think it was a pen. I didn't think it was a penalty, but I thought it would be given. I thought it would be given simply because last year we saw so many, ball. like, it touched your hand, it's straight away yeah. a penalty. Yeah. And I thought, all right, this is it. We're going to be 2-0 uh, up. As, so or they two did issue a 2-0, it would have been, yeah. I think. Or maybe 2-1 up. But yes, they did issue a clarification, but I... I couldn't hear it over I there. couldn't hear it over the crowd. I didn't yeah. really... Well, no, I, I read the clarification before the game, but I still don't really get it. Of For me, it was the right decision. Spirit of the game, I say it all the time, and the spirit of the game... He wasn't trying to handle the ball. He was trying to get out of the way of the ball. I'm totally fine with that not being a penalty. See, usually you and I are in complete agreement about that. In this particular case, I think it should have been a handball. He put his hand up as the ball was approaching. To try and make them Chest not it. hit the ball. No. See, do literally, you don't have to put your hand there and the same thing happens. If you put your hand there, it's a handball. Yeah, but if you bring your hand, hands and arms closer to your body, they're in a more natural position than... I'm sorry. There's literally nothing that I do where this is a natural position. Well, for you're my not. Hands you're not Jordan in. Pickford, and therefore you don't look like a T-Rex. <laughs> that's very true. So, but more to my point, that's not a natural position for your hands to be in. If that's the case, yeah, it's unfortunate that it happened that way because he didn't need to do that. But that's the that's the rule. So you don't touch the ball with your hands. So Brighton Luton game. Brighton Luton. The ball was crossed from the right wing. It was behind the defender. Who's trail? So it was crossed from the right wing, came across, and the trailing left elbow from behind was hit by the ball, and Luton got a penalty. Was it? That what, seems was it inside much. the box? Inside the box, but it basically just just missed his back and hit his left elbow. We had no. He was running, mm. so he had no idea where his elbow was, and it just glanced his left elbow behind his back. See, now that I was there's no way that, that should have been a penalty. I no. think the Enzo. I thought maybe it wasn't Enzo. I maybe it was, it was Jackson. You thought it was Jackson. So, in terms of the two of those, I would absolutely have given the penalty to Liverpool and not against Luton. But um, yeah, so I and thought I, the Luton decision was was atrocious. That's it, horrible. It comes yeah. down to one word consistency yeah and we said it last year yeah first nearly every game there's if just no consistency with your hand it's a penalty or i mean it, where's it, howard webb wasn't he creating uh, it, like some sort of academy pre- or something for referees the premier league managers academy i think he's the leader of the referees association yeah from manchester i've got sure, a lot of questions for that, are. baldy bastard yeah 
Uh, Howard Webb. Howard Webb. He sleeps in Fergie's bed. He <laughs> sleeps in Fergie's bed. He sleeps in Fergie's bed. And on that note, let's take a quick break before we look at the rest of the results. Welcome back, listener. We're going to take a look 24 hours previous at the results of the weekend. Um, let's start with the big marquee matchup everyone was talking about. Neil Burnley, nil City, three. I'm not sure that was a marquee matchup. That was the uh, big story. Well, well, hold on one second. Words that Neil used last week were, there's going to be a bounce back for Burnley. I recall that. Yeah, Neil. and there was a 1-1 draw. No, it was it, a 3-0 loss. No, no. Oh, one, no I, from yeah, you, I called a 1-1. Yeah, yeah. Um, as ridiculous as this sounds, I stick to my prediction. Um, even though they've lost 3-0. Even though they've already lost. So, Burnley played very, very well. Um, I, yeah, they looked promising. At the same time as me mid, saying there's going to be a shift. bounce back, yeah. I also said Burnley are going to get relegated. They're in the bottom three. And Burnley did not look like the third worst team in the Premier League against City. If Burnley play like they did against City, they will win plenty of games this year. Yeah. Um, They're going to be a mid-table team. You had not relegated too, didn't you? Nope. No, you didn't. Not on my list. Neither so, did I. I said mid-table as well. I think. So, yeah, I think you guys uh, are probably right. Um, I'll stick to my bounce-back story, though, and say they played well against City. Can they continue to play well? They need to get the three points. I don't know who they'll play next week, but they need to be beating the Sheffields. They need to be beating the Everton, the Wolves. They're playing Luton next week. Luton next week, yeah. So, you know. They should win that. They should win that comfortably. Luton, Luton, want Luton at home? Luton, our home, yeah. They're yeah, at, home. They're Luton played far better than um, than their result um, looked against against Brighton. Uh, don't get me I mean, wrong, I still put them down the road. 4-1 is a pretty brutal loss. And against a Brighton that was missing Casado and McAllister. Casado didn't play? No. Mm-mm. And McAllister clearly is a Obviously, player. yes. yes. And, he didn't play uh, either for Brighton? No way. Did Milner come on, actually? Milner played most of the game. Oh, yeah. Did he really? Yeah. All right, good for you, James. Twenty-two years in the Premier League, and still effective. Yeah, he was effective. Yeah, on a top half squad too. Realistically, um, fair result for Brighton. Um, Luton didn't like doing look like doing much to be honest. No, oh. their goal was really lucky. That was same mentioned earlier, the handball. Right, very right, soft. Right. Yeah, but yeah. a two-one, you felt as though there was a bit of energy for Luton. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be better at home. But I still see him going down. Mm. Mainly Burnley next week. Um, I put Burnley winning that. Yeah, yeah. If I had to, if I was a betting man, I would say Burnley. Uh, what about the Arsenal? I, I say that, but um, when we get to predictions later on, I've already got it written down as a draw. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you'll catch me out there. Well, in my fashion, that means I'd say, well, either team could win. That's usually where <laughs> that's, I land. That's also true. <laughs> we should just call you Fence Boy from now on. <laughs> yeah, I prefer Gates. Arsenal and Forest were very, very uh, well. No, it wasn't very close, and there was a uh, late goal. Yeah, well, it was seventy minutes of Arsenal domination. True, ten minutes of neutrality, and the last ten minutes of Forest knocking on the door when they why got does one. It, why does it feel like that's the Forest formula? Why does that feel like it's the Arsenal formula? I'm <laughs> doing really well, true. doing really well, and then I that's bottled myself. Very true. Very true. Oh and my so god, I've tripped over my own shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> At the finish line. And couldn't even trip into the ribbon to cut it. <laughs> Arsenal are going to look uh, top four. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah they're going to be well top four. They, but. They got better. They got Champions League as well now. Very so true. they're going to be. Like if they can't just win the Premier League like they did last year. Like they looked in form to win this. You add 
Declan Rice and I can't remember who the others. Timber. Thank you. Um, yeah, he did not go to Newcastle. Newcastle. I know he went to Arsenal. We apologize, listener. That was a, a misspeak by one of our pundits. informed pundits, pundits on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I expect more from you. Uh, I'll try better. You know, you know Thierry Henry or, you know, Gary Mike, Mike, Micah Richards or anything. <laughs> Gary Neville. <laughs> he looks like Gary Neville. Though. What? A balding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Excuse me. Arsenal's going to be top four. I don't know, because they played in Europe last year and did pretty well. So I don't know that the schedule is going to be... Arsenal didn't play Europe last year. Yeah, they were in Europa. Weren't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to That tells you how much they they made an impact, I guess. I mean, I think they made it into the quarters or the semis or something. But Champions League is a little different. It is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Brighton and Newcastle are in a similar situation that they're playing... um, European European football. Newcastle playing... um, Newcastle and United both playing Champions League football. Could be hard on them. Um, United's only one year removed from it, though. They played the year before. It's just the squad size, though. Um, yeah. Do you have the squad for it? City clearly have the squad size, but that's, yeah. to be honest, in the Premier League, the only team that has the yeah. squad size to, to compete on all fronts. I agree. I would as well. We did a few years ago, yeah, we but don't. those those days yeah. are long we gone. As I said, we just talked about it before. We don't have enough. We don't we have don't depth. depth. We no. only have 10 players we can put on the field. Never mind 11. Yeah. <laughs> um, How do I get I, signed? I think. We I can, can be water boy. Be better. <laughs> be better. <laughs> I'd hire Lewis's. Uh, nah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Lewis's nephew. It's a six-year-old. Uh, Newcastle and Villa. Speaking of Champions League football, I think Newcastle are probably going to be the ones that struggle the most with the schedule, including Champions League, and they're probably going to want to compete on all three domestic trophies as well. Um, so they're going to be running pretty ragged. I say right before I tell you that they won five one against the villains. Yeah, you you, you were pretty down on Newcastle, and um, to me that five one was Newcastle and not uh, sorry Aston Villa are not a bad team. No, Newcastle just they, had they, their way were, with them. Since Emery came in, they've been pretty decent last yeah. season, especially after sorry Stevie G after yeah. he got sacked. Yeah, Emery came in, Dracula opened and up those veins. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> One goal. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Two goals. That's all it takes ah, in this ah, league. Ah, ah, Unfortunately, ah, ah. they didn't get more than one goal. And no. Newcastle were good value for their win, and that was without um, a single assist or anything from Kieran Trippier. His deliveries weren't great. Um, you know, he had the most crosses last year of anybody in the league. Two hundred ninety-three, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he played fine, but. That was a complete team performance. There was nobody who particularly stood out above anybody else. Isak, I guess, if I had to uh, make a call. Mm-hmm. but He got two. Yeah, yeah, two goals. Um, and then how rotated and Wilson got one. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm. But um, but yeah, um, very, very encouraging performance if you're a Newcastle fan. Yeah, I, I still stand on it until they can. They did this last year, too, where they had like some crazy wins and then they would draw 1-1 with a team that you're like, they should be battering them. So last year, they thrashed um, Villa at home and Villa thrashed Newcastle when it was at Villa Park, to your point. So, I mean, I still they're just a team that doesn't have an identity that I would put my money on yet. And I, no, I'm not very high on them. And, and I disagree. Yeah, I know. And it seems to be that across the board in everyone, most football fans are kind of torn. Either they're sort of on the side that I'm on where it's like, yeah, I don't see where they're going to suddenly be this powerhouse team. And then other people are going, well, they've got the money and the talent and they, I, they see them top four. I don't see them in the top four. I do see them 
causing some upsets. But Absolutely. as you said, they're a they're, team without an identity. They, I just, they're a bit like us in some aspects where we can go to like a Stoke and get a three nil loss for no reason. Yeah, you know, yeah, it happens. Exactly. And they're not going to be able to time waste this year, which was a huge part of their game last year. Right? Come on. What are you going to big? <laughs> Go just, on. He's going to uh, big them up, you watch. No, I, yeah, I'm going to big them up. I think Newcastle is absolutely nailed on to be a top four. That Newcastle brown ale in your hand looks uh, pretty <laughs> delightful with that, I'm glad that black and white shirt that, that you're now wearing. you're usually wrong. So. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> so I'm glad. This podcast is brought to you by the Blue Star Brewery. <laughs> oh, no, it's definitely not. It's, it's definitely it's not. not. Don't sue us. <laughs> this episode was definitely not brought to you by Newcastle Brown Ale. But if Newcastle Brown Ale from the Blue Star Brewery does want to sponsor us, then uh, yeah, we're we're open, we're open to, to every it. discussion <laughs> for even even if your gross brown ale is. I part love of Newcastle Brown Ale. Oh, I've never liked it. I used to call it Protestant Swill. I had a friend weird yeah (laughs) well my buddy and I always drank Guinness and then a friend of ours would always have Newcastle and we'd run out of Guinness and someone would be like oh you want a Newcastle I don't want that Protestant swill (laughs) wow sectarianism comes to the podcast I didn't even understand why I was saying it at the time (laughs) now I understand it more probably not something I'll continue to say uh, some other key victories or I'm otherwise. Not, I'm not allowed to mention anything to do with that. <laughs> Coming from where exactly. I come from. Yeah, you should probably just sit in your chair and zone out for all a minute. I, all I know is I don't like Jaffas. Think about your painted curbs and all the rest of it. <laughs> oh, I'm not from up there. Anyway, Brentford Spurs drew 2-2 and the steaming pile steams on. <laughs> steaming pile steams on. Good result for Brentford. I was going to say, I think Brentford are going to be one of the... I mean, they were last year. I think they're going to be good again this so year. So, Wissa scored there. Wissa's basically the Tony replacement. I think he's going to seize his opportunity. And yep. then Mbueno, I think, was the other scorer there. Um, another good player. I was surprised they got the ball to them. Um, you know, I didn't think Brentford's midfield was enough. But 2-2 draw, I think, is a great result for Brentford. And it's not a bad result away from home for Tottenham without their first game missing Kane. Poster glue or whatever his name is um how do you say his name elmer's glue what poster what's the coach of um tottenham called oh poster it's poster poster glue or something but um but um <laughs> post, i don't fucking know poster, <laughs> poster glue um so um poster glue <laughs> um, elmer's glue but it's not ba- no, this episode not was not brought to you by elmer's glue <laughs> it's not a bad result from them given the um given the recent disruption this week uh, wait and then brentford away from home yeah I guess I, f- I think losing Magu- uh, not Harry Maguire, Harry Pasta Coglu. Oh, oh, it sounds so different when you say it. Pasta Coglu, because I'm saying past, not <laughs> post some Coglu. Post Malone is their coach. He's a very talented young boy. He'd fit in around Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of the scent? No, because of all the tattoos. He doesn't shower. From what I've heard. Um, yeah, he's a weirdo. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, People with tattoos are so weird. I agree. <laughs> so other things. We talked about Brighton Luton a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Talked about Arsenal Forest. Talked yeah. about Newcastle Villa. Talked about Man City. Berlin. Everton what lost. What else we got? Everton. Sorry, that's not their name. Their name is Everton are shit. Everton are shit lost to Fulham. <laughs> to Fulham. Uh, Everton were all over them. And 29 s- shots to nine. And um, Calvin Ramsey injured again. Um, <laughs> so... Wait, but Calvin Ramsey? 
Not Calvin Ramsey. Um, Calvin Lewin. Calvin Lewin. Yeah. Dominic Calvin Lewin. Yeah. We understood what you sorry, meant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people then, on the um, podcast listening. Is it Neil Mopay? Is, is that their striker? Mopay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he he literally does not know where the goal is. We talked last year about oh. Darwin Nunes um, shooting wide. Um, Mopay was awful. He he should have had two early goals. Everton should have breezed that game. Hmm. So they're not as shit as that <laughs> scoreline looks. Excuse me. But if they can't figure out a way of putting the ball in the, in the back of the net, they're going down. It sounds like they're more shit than the scoreline looks by what you just Sounds they're like more shit than last year. They need a signing. They need to sign a striker. They don't have the but, money. I know. <laughs> and who would, who would go there? Really? Who would go there? In I, their I right mind. In your right mind, you are a player and Everton come to you with going, hey, we'll offer you some wages. Um, they, some, need, they, need sometime. they need to get a loan player, is what they need. Nobody's going there unless you're from the championship. Well, no, I think they need a loan of some Man with City loan, striker. With a loan, you don't need the agreement from the player, right? Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. They still have they still have to agree and they agree the wages and whatever. They have to take someone from the championship. Cole, no, Cole Palmer from Man City is who they need. Who is that? Tell us about he's, Cole Palmer. He's the, I think it's Cole Palmer. He's the backup Palmer. to Haaland. You're saying it wrong. Palmer. Uh, yeah, I'm saying he's it for the, the backup American to Haaland. He came on in the City game. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um. But yeah, somebody like that is who they need, who's needing minutes, and City need to um, you know, to see. Let's loan them Jada. Nope. Just wow. so we don't have to watch them stink up the place like. Wow, <laughs> dude! I would it, for the record, I would never sell any of our players to Everton. I would Thank never. You. I like all of our players too much, even the ones I don't like, to ever do that to them. That's just mean. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to talk about in results, or should we take a break before moving on to next week's game against... Who is it? Bournemouth? Bournemouth. Bournemouth. What about our league, guys? Oh, our in-house game. Our Neil. in-house game, Neil. Should so, we do this now? So, yeah, we can do that now. Um, so there, yeah. there were some predictions. I definitely got the Luton, uh, the Luton one so wrong, but I got the... the uh, uh, the uh, a little uh, competition one, between ourselves. Oh, when, one when, one last thing. Uh, yeah. United Wolves play tomorrow, so yeah, we don't I was gonna have that, that result. That probably would have gotten talked about today at least a little bit because we hate United, and Wolves are shit. But um, yeah, so so in terms of uh, total scores that people got right, uh, you know, Nick was. Um, we tried this last year a little bit privately, and uh, so we're, we're giving it a go this year. But um, Nick got three results completely right. Nick got the Sheffield United Palace game right. He got the Bournemouth West Ham game right, and he got the Everton Fulham game right. So, uh, maximum points there for you, Nick. Um, Tom got the Everton Fulham game right, and Neil got the myself got the Arsenal Forest game right. So, um, the the way it works, you know, if you get the home score right, you get a point. You guessed two one to Arsenal. I did indeed. I didn't guess. I predicted. Oh, through sorry. careful analysis. So it was a hypothesis. <laughs> indeed. So. Um, so you get one point for the home score being right, you get one point for the away score being right, and you get one right score, one point for the result being right. So um, totals before the United game, we have Nick in first place with 15 points, yeah. and then we have Shut Tom up. and Neil each equal on 10 points. So Ooh. Nick is definitely a week one winner, no matter what the United result is. And as Nick and Neil both have the same United score... Um, Tom wants a 4 0 win. Tom wants a 4 0 <laughs> win. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, still get a point, though. I can't believe I just said that. I'm going upstairs to get a Brillo pad and wash myself. <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't, I will. So, we'll keep you posted. But at, at this point, it's going to be uh, Nick taking an early lead in the, uh, in, the, in the league table between us. I'm the arsenal of this game. 
<laughs> well, you're the arse of your team on it. Take one to no one, Tom. And now let's take a break. Welcome back, listener. Let's take a look right now at Bournemouth and Liverpool's match next week. Uh, Liverpool are home, our first home match of the season. Uh, what do we think, Neil? Why don't you start us off here? What 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 uh, what scares you about Bournemouth, if anything? Well, not a lot scares me about Bournemouth. Not even the palm trees. The palm trees make their <laughs> return. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. I make one little mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful of coconuts landing on your head, I guess. Holland but, uh, did score, by the way. <laughs> it was like a year ago today. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so so yeah, not not a lot scares me about Bournemouth. Um, I think they were lucky to get a point this week against uh, West Ham, really, and so. Um, so yeah, uh, to me, the most interesting thing about this fixture is that the new stand's opening uh, at Liverpool. It won't be fully open. I think they're only going to have, I'm going to be wrong here with the number, but it's only like 8,000 seats because um, they're not quite ready and they haven't got the safety certificate. But mm. good to see the stand open. And, um, you know, once uh, once we get that stadium full and roaring at 63,000, I think our new capacity will be... Can we repeat the nine nil victory? I remember from last when we season? were. I remember when we were only forty nine thousand. Yeah. Um, can we get? No, we can't repeat nine nil. But um, I think it'd be a, a a significant and easy victory for for Liverpool. In the, in the you saying that scares me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I, so, I'm looking the, across, going, "Look at me! Look <laughs> at me!" Yeah. Are we just talking generalities here, or you want my lineup? Uh well, what's your score prediction first, and then tell uh, me score prediction is three 0 Liverpool. Okay, I have the same. What do you got, Tom? Score prediction. Oh, I'm doing this on the fly. Um, for us, Liverpool we'll Bournemouth. In. Yeah, I'd say probably a two 0 win. Oh. I don't think I don't think we're going to go in fighting as much. I think we're all hammering the under. I think it, it it'll probably be more than a thrashing. Three. I, I have so. a feeling. Yeah, first. I'm going to stick with two. First right. game at Anfield, I think it's going to be a big one, uh, especially against Bournemouth, which, to your point, I, I don't think that they're a super scared. They've got some good players, but I don't think that they're put together enough. I mean, they barely stayed up last year. So uh, what do you got for your lineup, Neil? So I'm going to um, – it's not going to happen, but I'm going to put Simi in for Robertson. Um, I think Robertson needs a wake-up call. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm not saying he's a fat, dumb, and happy, but I wasn't impressed. He's no Sammy Lee. Yeah, he's this year's verge. We're gonna have to be kicking him in the ass the whole. I never ever thought I would say that Robertson needed to um, up his game and be a bit more involved. But um, yeah, um, I do. So I, I, um, I've got Simi in at left back, and then I've got Kanati and VVD again. Thought they did well, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, TA right back, and then in midfield um, against Bournemouth at home. I'm willing to go with Jones as the defensive midfielder. He was not good in preseason there, but um, Bayern Munich are not Bournemouth. And, um, so I'm going with Jones at the base in my defensive midfield, and then McAllister and Soboshlai. And then up front, um, I'm going to go with Darwin over Gakpo. And on the right, I'm going with Diaz. And on the left, I'm going with Salah. Uh, I want to talk about subs very briefly. Um, I'd like to see um, Elliot come on for uh, Shaboshlai, actually, um, in the middle, or on oh. McAllister, I know, um, later on. 
Gakpo for Darwin, uh, Jota for Diaz, and Dope for Salah. Interesting. At various times, I'm not saying all at once, but that's mm -hmm. my, um, you know, I don't love it. Didn't love it last week either with my prediction, but, um, you know, that's what I would do this week. Fair. All right, Tom, why don't you give us yours and then I'll um, go. It's going to be very similar to today's with two changes. So Ali, Robbo, Verge, Kanate, Trent. Then I'm going to have McAllister, Zabo, and then Jones. Lu uh, Diaz, Nunez, Salah. Okay, interesting. That's the same lineup as me. Oh. Except then we Simica. agree on something. Oh, apart from Simi. Yeah, yeah, I got Simi in for Robertson, which I don't really expect to happen, by the way. No, but I mean, we I saw your page before we were recording and I was like, oh, that's an interesting, you know, I don't hate that. You know, I don't I don't know that it's I'm going to leave Robbo in because I think we give him a little more rope. I do like your point about how it's Bournemouth. If ever there was a time, now is it. I just don't. We also, First game at Anfield for the season, you you got to let Robbo have his You have also want to keep Simi, like, active, aware. Like I have no problem subbing up, him on. Yeah. Yeah. I would have subbed him on today, to be honest. I, I'm Simi's biggest fan, so I, I'm the more he plays, the better. But you know, Robbo's proven. You got to give him a little more time before you. I'm a big Simi fan hand. too, but Robbo is still my starter. Yeah, we're the only ones that sing Simi's song. Yeah, I, I think we're the only ones that know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got Robbo, VVD, Kanate, and then I have Trent once again starting in back defense but also floating into the midfield as defensive cover for Mac and uh Sabosly. And then I have kind of a, a forward diamond with Gakpo back, Diaz and Sala up forward and then Darwin in the striker role. Which I think is almost identical to what I did last week. Yeah, pretty similar. Um I would I don't know that I would put I I would definitely have Jones subbing for Gakpo if that goes the same way it did this week I, and i would do it a lot quicker that's been i think we all universally have criticized Klopp for this and i never like to sound like i know better than what i believe to be one of the greatest managers in the world but you know he waits a long time to bring subs on he lets guys really stink up the joint out there when they're not having a good game but then yeah, he'll, I, he'll, I he'll, look, I tend to agree with you. I, he gave Salah the hook way earlier than I would have. Salah was not the problem today. I, I, I so I hear your point on the Salah, and but I definitely agree with you about he waits. I think only once have I seen. I think he took Cater off at halftime once, but um, yeah. But I've only once seen him make a substitution before sixty minutes, and um, I thought we needed more today earlier. I thought he should have made changes earlier. I agree. So, mm -hmm. I agree. But, Especially that first substitution of having uh, uh, Jones and Darwin come on. That should have happened earlier. But again, I don't disagree with you that there's a reason why I'm sitting in, in a basement recording a show and that, that uh, Jurgen Klopp is the manager of a top football team in the world. Yeah. Yeah. He's got just about every it's trophy. It's a finished basement. <laughs> it's, that's true. That's very true. Um, I, I would. I don't think I would bring Jata on. I, I think he just did not look very good. Um, I don't have any dislike towards Jota. I know he, he can split supporters sometimes. I like Jota, but he just, oh, my goodness. He Every time it looked like he was close to the ball, I was like, oh, fuck. I like Jota off the bench. He's great off the bench. Like He's that second-half impact sub that can really make a difference in a game. Having him start, he's just, I don't want to see him there. 
before we go up to Tom, uh, didn't your lineup yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did yours. Yeah, so, we um, did his. so to me, we're missing Tiago and uh, Bashatek. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about signing Lavia, but if we had Bashatek, I'd feel a little bit more better. Better. Um, still don't really see them as fully defensive midfielders, but um, but Bashatek and Tiago. I think Tom, you said they'd be back for the Newcastle game, so yeah. in a couple of weeks time. Okay, so where does Tiago fit into this team now? He's still a midfielder. I know, but is back he a up ho- to McAllister. Is he a holding no, midfielder? No, he's not. That's, that's the problem. We have that. Well, a part of his problem is he's that he often midfielder. is holding the ball for too long in midfield. So, hence my holding midfielder. Right, right. I picked up on that. But um, is Bashacek a holding midfielder? No, no. He did he play a more attacking role last yeah, year? Yeah. It, that's what I remembered. You got to ask Neil. He was hot on him. I know. I know. He's got a crush. I know you asked for a McAllister kick. Get this boy a fucking batch of tech kit. Sitting in a tree. F-U-C-K. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, when did we change the letters for that one? <laughs> yeah, it's, Good yeah. Lord. Uh, yeah, I don't know how Trent or uh, t- how Tiago fits in anymore. I mean, it's Sell weird. him. He wants to go to Barca. He wants to go home. I, just... I hate to say that because Tiago was at one time one of my favorite favorite players in the team but at the same time it's like he there's just i don't know i don't see a place for him anymore unless one of these guys gets hurt but then tiago's so injury prone that it's like well sell him take the money buy someone younger yeah sorry tiago we love you but bye-bye you gotta go yeah yeah you smell oh no (laughs) oh no he's spanish not french (laughs) we're gonna take a break weird And we're back, listener. It's time to predict next week's fixtures. Predict the future. This is it. This is uh, for the second week's worth of marbles. Since I won the first week, I'll go first. We've got four. Is that a new rule you just brought in? Yeah, or? yeah. I just decided that. Why does someone? I like else it. It's like a first? like a golf rule, you know? Like yeah, you know, yeah. Whoever like we'll go with that. Score. Okay. All right. Well, we learned that on the fly. Forest and Sheffield United. I have one nil to Forest. Nil all draw. And I have 2-1 Forest. Okay. How about uh, Luton and Burnley? I have nil two to Burnley. I have a 2-1 win for Burnley. That's a 1-2. Yeah. And uh, I have Luton 1, Burnley 1. Mm. We all gave our predictions for Liverpool and Bournemouth. It yeah, remind us. 3-0 me. 2-0 me. And I've got a 3-0 as well. That's for Bournemouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about Wolves and Brighton Hove and Albion? I've got uh Albion? Brighton Hove Albion. Hove Albion. Oh. Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah, Brighton Albion. and Hove. They're Albion. actually two different cities that yes. are very, very Brighton close to each other. Hove, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. BHA. Indeed. What have you got? The goals. Uh Wolves nil, Brighton three. Wolves nil, Brighton two. Wolves nil, Brighton two. All right. How about Fulham and Brentford? I've got a the first one. of our three London derbies. We've got um, West London against West London with Fulham, um, Brentford. Excellent. I have Brentford winning that two one. I have a one nil win for Brentford. And uh, I have a two two draw. Ooh. How about Ooh. Uh, Spurs and United? I've got two three to United, unfortunately. 
almost the game of the week. Um, but the next one takes the shades it. I have um, Tottenham 1, United 2. I have uh, Tottenham 0, United 2. What did you have again, Nick? 2-3. Uh, so we're all going for a United win there. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's because Spurs are shit. How about City and Newcastle? I've got 3-1 to City. Tom? 1-1 one, one draw. And I've got a 2-2 two, two draw. Wow. Okay. How about uh, Villa and Everton? I've got 2-0 to Villa. Same as that. And I've got 2-1. I don't know where their goal is going to be scored from, but I think they're going to get one. It'll be an own goal for no, penalty. Oh, there you go. How about uh, West Ham and Chelsea? I'm going uh, nil two to Chelsea. I'm going nil two to Chelsea. So East London against West West London. I'm going um, one to West Ham, two to Chelsea. Remind me again your scores, guys. Nil two, two nil to Chelsea. Both of you going two nil. Mm -hmm. He's just copying all mine since I won this week. <laughs> I don't blame him. And the last of the London derbies, Palace in South London against uh, Arsenal in North London. Yes, sir. I've got nil two to Arsenal. Nil Tom's yawning. It's that, nil three. That inspired by that game. Nil three. <laughs> I've got one two. So, uh, so all of us having the Arsenal. Uh, Palace winning. is another one. I don't know where they're getting their goal. Oh, well, Edouard. They, they've, they've, Edouard. They've got some Eze. Yeah, might Eze. be on his way though. Uh, what do you mean? He's um, going to be signed by somebody, Tottenham actually, I think, to replace Kane. Hmm. Oh, no. So that's, that's terrible for Palace. Uh, I don't think it'll help Spurs because <laughs> they're shit. All right, we'll see whether it happens or not. I hope not. I kind of like Palace. I want them to do well. I've just got a lot of away wins next week. So I do I. I do, too. Don't, don't really see yeah. it happening. So, But a lot of these teams are kind of lopsided in, in ability, though. So I think we said it earlier in the, in the game. There's, there's basically like a... 10 teams that can be relegated and 10 teams that can probably make the uh, the Champions League places and uh, yeah. not a lot of mid-table uh, mediocrity. Mm. Speaking of, do we want to add a point to the game where if you get the winner and the loser correct, you get no. four no. points? I, I, no, is no. that redundant? Just leave it the way it is. Okay. It just gets complicated after that. Okay, because we didn't have that, right? That's not something that can be factored you in. get a point for the result. Point for the home score, point for the away score. Maximum three points right now. Okay. All right. Well, you won. Why are you trying to change the rules? I don't know. It just <laughs> seemed to make a lot of sense to be like, well, if you get who won and who lost right, you should get something. For you that. get a point for the result. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to get the... <clears throat> no, no, no. You just have to get the winner. Win, lose, oh, draw. Oh, so we do have a point you for You have that. it already, yeah. So why didn't you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're the, right. you're the rule, man. Let's go with closing thoughts, huh? You start, Neil. Closing thoughts. Um, happy with a point this week away at the bridge. Um, we'll only be happy with three points at home at uh, Anfield next week. I don't care who really plays, but three points is a must. Hmm. Three points is a must. Uh, nice to have some points in the bag. I would have preferred three points, but a draw against Chelsea opening game is still a draw against Chelsea opening game. Um, yeah, three points is needed next week. We need to get on the right foot, especially at home. Hey, cheer up, guys. We're tied for second right now. No. It's all good. We're not. How do you figure? Goal difference. Yeah. Newcastle are at the top right now. Four goals. City will hand. be second with three goals yeah. after that. That's one and two, sorry. In terms of results. We're tied for second. <laughs> we're tied for second. And I, I'm, I stand by that. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. Uh, 
I'm cautiously optimistic about our performance today, and I would like to be proven right with a smashing victory next week. So if that's all, I want to thank you, listener, for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.